Welcome to Once Upon a Roll, a D&D podcast where I, Resbutin, play a one-on-one session of D&D 5th edition with a guest in the land of Cortia, a homebrew setting that I've been using for the past uh, two years. Each episode takes place at a different time and location across Cortia in order to bring new stories to my world. So if you missed an earlier episode, feel free to go back and check it out, but you won't be completely lost if you start here. For updates, information, and additional content, check out the Twitter account, Discord server, and the Patreon. Links for everything are in the description. Without without further ado, I want to introduce... Oh my god. I want to introduce... (laughs) Today's guest, Raven. Uh, You probably know her as Bob Dunga. Raven, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm really excited, and I'm like smiling ear to ear right now. Good. Well, I just fumbled through that intro, so uh, you know you you have a low bar to jump over, which is great. I, I take like a thousand more takes, so you did pretty good, actually. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, I I I felt like I was flowing through it better than normal, but it is what it is. Uh, so, Raven, have have you played D and D before? That's the question I always start with. In the past. Okay. Like a long time ago, uh, I used to play a campaign with a few friends, but like I was one of those players where like I didn't fully understand the rules, so I'd always be like, "Can I do this? Can I do that?" So. Hmm. Yeah, and I think that's how a lot of people start. Granted, there are those people that like will go out and mm-hmm. buy the books and like read it all, and you'll just be sitting at the table with them, like, "Oh, you've been playing for years," and they're like, "No, <laughs> just learned about it yesterday." It's like, "What?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, the only thing that matters is like having an imagination, right? Yeah, honestly, as long as you can carry the story and like have fun with it, then all the mechanics and stuff, it like it comes the more you play, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, so when when you played in those campaigns, how, how long ago was it? Was it fifth edition or a different version or a different game? Oh, God, uh, it was like maybe five years ago. OK, so, so like probably, university. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably just before. I don't, I don't know the timeline of everything. <laughs> I should probably, but yeah, okay. Because I started with like three five, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't matter all that much to know all this shit. But it was very rules heavy, so I was kind of in the same boat as you because there were way more rules in that one too. Where yeah. I was like, Ooh. yeah, it was confusing. But we used like like we didn't use like the books. We used the online mm-hmm. resources to sort of set okay. up our campaign and stuff. So I just kind of sat there with my dice, like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> how do I make my character? Tell me what to roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, have a good one planned for y'all today. Uh, <laughs> not really. You don't know anything other than the character you made. Yeah. Uh, that's usually how I like to toss information at guests in the kindest way possible. Oh, goody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess something I'm going to try to be doing from now on more often. uh, If you want to say, you know, in general, what you do on the internet, uh, this is a good time to do it. Oh, uh, well, (laughs) I do a lot of video essays and like retro rewinds about video games mostly. Uh, Some nostalgic content about cartoons, but I usually keep it like video game centric. Mm -hmm. Is that that a word? That's a word, right? Yeah, can be. Just now. <laughs> yeah, it's over on my channel, Bob Dunga, the Bob Dunga show. I'm Bob Dunga. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there'll be links in the description. For okay, that. good. But yeah. Uh, very <laughs> cool. Well, you know, unless you have any anything left to say, any concerns, questions, comments, whatever, I think we're good to jump in. 
Well, uh, get excited for this episode of Once Upon a Roll. The kingdom of Cortia has thrived for over a thousand years. In that time, it's endured war against powerful enemies, outlasted deadly feuds between its lords, and fought against evil, both of this plane and others. However, during the most recent festival of the autumn sun, the sage's ritual revealed a nearly forgotten omen, the sign of Black Sun, a symbol only seen once before, and it almost led to the destruction of Cortia. Panicked, the common folk in the capital city rioted, and when the dust settled, the king was dead, and his two children had disappeared in the night. The lord of the city of Edgewood, Tom Dunn, restored peace to the capital, and with no heirs the king anywhere to be seen, he decided to sit the throne and take the position of Lord Regent. However, this story takes place two weeks before the Festival of the Autumn Sun, and just outside of the country of Cortia. You've been on the road for weeks, traveling from the kingdom of Amalus to the Lost Lands to Tilb, and now to Brana. Your destination has been a loose one, but every step has brought you closer to Cortia. You can't say why fully, but it is just a feeling deep in your core. If the knowledge you seek is anywhere, it will be there. But walking is exhausting, and exercise has never been your strong suit. After the hundreds of miles you've already traveled, you figured it'd be best to take the final leg in style. As you walk along the dusty city street, you open up your coin pouch and take a look inside. The gold you stole when you slipped away in the night has lasted you quite a while, but it is nearly out. You figure you have just enough to book passage on a ship, but after that you'll most likely need to find some kind of work. You close the pouch and look up at the dock. You arrived in the city of Tola late last night, so you didn't really get a good look around. Tola is a relatively small city that primarily acts as a midway point for ships that are traveling from the capital of Brana to the city Endin in Cortia. You get the sense that this city doesn't really come alive until there are ships in the harbor. And given that right now there's only one, things are pretty quiet. So yeah, as you walk along the city street, heading towards the dock, is there anything you want to do? What time of the day is it again? The more, moment, it's pretty early morning. I could go up to the ships and maybe see if they'd let me on. Yeah, so you want to head like towards the dock then? Yeah, towards the docks. You take, take a turn uh, closer to the water. Um, you know, it's relatively early in the morning. The sun is coming up. Uh, people are out quiet in the streets, some, you know, hanging laundry and whatnot. You see there's only one ship docked at the moment. It's pretty sizable and it sways back and forth in a slow, soothing way. For a moment, as the sun kind of shines off the water in the side of the ship, you swear that it must be made out of gold. But as you move closer, you see that the color is definitely gold, but obviously no ship could uh, float and, and be made out of metal like that. It must be some special kind of wood. Keep heading up towards it. Yeah. Is there anybody near the ship? Yeah, you see as you're kind of approaching the dock, uh, some hustle and bustle on the ship, but sitting on the dock just like in front of it is a human man. Uh, it seems like he's holding some piece of paper. I walk up to him to start a conversation. Okay, yeah. 
you take some steps up. He looks at you and gives a smile, and his smile is missing, you know, the three most important teeth. His skin almost looks like hardened leather, and he's stained red from, you know, thousand a thousand too many days in the sun. Uh, but he does have kind eyes. He looks up at you. Ah! What do you need? So as he asks the question and looks at you, can you tell me what he sees? Someone with light purple skin and a very frail demeanor, even though they're dressed in expensive armor with like a silver ponytail who's kind of on the short side and has like a a bit of a stocky demeanor, but it's more of like a stocky Mm -hmm. and small demeanor. And uh, do you have like kind of, you know, the typical half-orc tusk teeth at all, or is it? So my tusk teeth, uh, they've been shaven down. So it's sort of an ambiguous look that they have. Gwendolyn, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he looks at you, kind of eyes you up and down. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't, uh, roll an insight check. (laughs) Thirteen. Plus four, 17. Yeah, that's a very good roll. Uh, as you look at him and kind of like, you're probably used to getting a few weird looks, you know, based on your upbringing and your travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the sense that he has world knowledgeable enough where he's ran into half orcs before and doesn't seem to turn his nose up at it in any sort of way. I ask him, do you know the quickest way or when the ships are leaving for Cortia? Yeah, uh, well, this ship is leaving later today to head to Endin, which is a city in, inside of Cortia. Would you like to book passage on it? Yes, that would be perfect. Well, you've picked a good one. This is the Golden Gale. It's the best looking ship sailing the southern seas. You'll be stav- travel. You'll be traveling in style on here. How much is it aboard the ship? Well, uh, can you roll another insight check for me? A six. Ooh, not as good. Oh and then plus four, so ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll be five gold from here. You do notice he kind of like darts his eyes back and forth, but... Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that dart. <laughs> do I have the resources for that? Do I have the gold for that? Yeah, I'd say you probably have, like, seven gold left on you. Hmm. So I'm a little apprehensive because I did notice that little darty action Mm -hmm. he had going on. But I'm a little confident, and I'm also impatient. And I do want to get to where I have to be. So I agree, but with caution. Yeah, you know, uh, I so I imagine you kind of, like... It's a deal, hand out very, like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> shakily sort of, yeah. <laughs> he stands up, smiles, shakes your hand. Uh, you know, you see those, that that wide open gapped smile, you know, of missing many teeth <laughs> come at you. But it, it beams with kindness. Uh, well, the name's Orf, and you are? It's good to meet you, Orf. I'm Gwendolyn Blackwater. Mm. It's a good name, Blackwater. I knew some very good people back in my hometown. Hmm. I never did. <laughs> and he turns and like starts walking onto the ship. <laughs> Do you follow? 
I think I'm probably going to investigate around the ship first. Okay. Yeah, roll an investigation check. Oh, I got 20. Nice. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, with that, you know, you, you look at the ship and you see him, like, walk up and kind of, like, as you don't follow him, he kind of does turn back to you, like, oh, come on. Uh, but as you, you know, take a kind of slow walk, still on the dock, I imagine, but, like, mm-hmm. along the ship, kind of looking like, are you looking for, like, does this thing seem seaworthy, right, I imagine? Yeah. Yeah, just checking out how sturdy everything yeah. is. Uh, so as you look at it, you notice that the gold look um, that you had seen before, like, obviously it can't be made of gold. You recognize it as red ironwood, um, mm-hmm. which is just a very strong tree that, you know, when, when shaved, has a gold look. Uh, you do know that I imagine you're a fairly well-read uh, person in general. Yes. So, you know, you would know that very strong ships are typically made out of red ironwood um, and they hold up well, especially if ever being attacked or anything like that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I'm looking for like any secret compartments at the side of the ship or anything out of the ordinary. I would say from where you are, um, even with a good roll, you don't see anything mm-hmm. that's like, oh yeah, that's a bailout hatch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it doesn't, you you definitely, uh, you know, I don't want to say you know for sure that this ship is perfectly safe, but from where you're standing, you're like, yeah, nothing seems sketchy, like yes. outwardly sketchy about it. It's, seems legit. It's a nice ship, yeah. Okay. And you do that with fair confidence. So once I check out the ship, I feel a little bit better about things, and I continue mm-hmm. to follow him. He kind of walks along. He's like, ah, do you have any bags you need carried? Um, I kind of travel light, so I sort of decline and say, I'm fine, I'm fine. I have a small bag with me, but that's about it. All right, all right. Well, if you would have come an hour earlier, you would have got the last quarters, but instead you'll be sleeping in the main room. There's... Your own little hammock, which ain't bad. He takes you below deck, you know. As you look around, you start to hear the hustle and bustle of of sailors on the ship starting to rouse and get to work. Uh, It's hard to get a full number. I'd say still rolling off of that 20 investigation, you're probably just, like, right, keeping your eyes, like, constantly, like, dude. Yeah, looking everywhere. Yeah. And with a 20, you know, that 20, like, I'll, I'll let that roll for a while because that's a very good roll. <laughs> you know, you get the sense there's probably around, like, 30 people on the ship total, most of which are crew. You see what seems to be a few other people who are just on there for traveling purposes, like yourself. Yeah. A few people stand out to you as you're walking down following Orf. You see a woman who you'd almost think is a human if it weren't for her very clear tiefling horns and tail who as she walks by kind of gives you an appraising look and then goes up and tail kind of whips almost hitting your arm, but uh, just barely misses. You see carrying a trunk as you kind of get down, carrying a trunk towards what looks to be a private room um, is a human man who at a glance could best be described as uh, rich as fuck. (laughs) Uh, He wears ornate looking glasses dressed in fine robes, a little too fine for the sea, and he wears rings on more than one finger. Um, I sort of look down a little bit on him because 
of where Gwendolyn comes from. She comes from mm-hmm. a very rich society of high elves. So she always attributes like fine clothing and wealth to like, you know, very stuck up types of people. Mm-hmm. So she scoffs a little bit to herself. Even though she herself is dressed in <laughs> riches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you let the little scoff out. No one seems to notice it. Orf is, like, too busy kind of, like, telling you all this stuff that I imagine is just, like, flying over the head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Last month we had herring, you know? Like, just, like, who gives a <laughs> shit? Uh, but just hitting you with as much information as he's leading you to your cot. Um, I, I interrupt Orf and I say... Do you know of that man that just walked by? Yeah, that's the passenger, the one who uh, got here an hour before you, got the last private room. Uh, You want to roll an insight check? Okay. Uh, What is this? A 15. And then plus four? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, dang. You're rolling very well. I'm fucking smart. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a 19. That's Uh, good, though, because the character, like, I I made it so that she's a bookworm, mm -hmm, so it all works out. As Orf is, like, you know, saying, like, oh, the one that got the room for you, trying to sound very nonchalant, yeah. you know? Like, you can tell, like, it seems like he's forcing unfamiliarity with this person into his voice. Yeah, like, come on, I, I know you must know something. Yeah. How long have you known the rest of the crew on the ship? I've been sailing with them for five years now. The captain started sailing out about ten years ago, so... Probably one of the longest standing people still here other than the captain. Interesting. So you would mo- know the most about everything. Uh, well, <laughs> he kind of like rubs his <laughs> chest. I don't know about the most, but I, I know quite a bit. So I don't, I choose not to, to pry with the questions mm-hmm. about the passenger. And I just sort of change the subject casually because I'm like, I got my eye on you. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, leads you over to bunk you're free to or uh hammock rather uh you're free to go wherever you want in in the around the ship as long as it's above deck or in this area the mess hall's down that way he points down a little hallway only thing that's off limits is the private rooms and uh, the captain's quarters and he points to a door um further down this big room that you're kind of Mm. in uh you see it's you know it's like a double door so you can tell like okay yeah that's the special quarters it's not like obnoxious you know <laughs> like oh i'm the captain i need the fucking coolest door in the world super uh, extravagant yeah yeah you you imagine there's not a ton of like ego uh, attached to it you see standing outside uh is a half elf man uh, who just immediately like strikes you as someone who used to be in the military. Uh, he stands mm. straight and tall and is dressed in a sharp blue uniform. Or says, ah, that's the first mate Ariza. Uh, he's, uh, you know, not as fun as someone like me, but good guy to have on board. Your captain is a half-elf? Oh, no, that's the first mate. Captain's a dwarf. Oh. <laughs> kind of a weird choice. <laughs> Dwarfs don't often get on the sea, but, yeah, our captain. Good for him. Hill dwarf of all types, too. Usually they're just hiding around, but I guess uh, it's a story for another time how he got on sea. If you want to have some drinks later tonight. My ears, like, perk up. 
I don't know about this guy. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. <laughs> I guess I, I look at him a little because I'm very much a reserved to myself person. So mm -hmm. any sort of advancement for like friendship or even like other things. Yeah. Just like has my highly suspicious mm -hmm. radars, like. <laughs> also so, noted, he's like lied, like. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's being very, very quick with me. So I don't. <laughs> I think I immediately sort of step back a little bit into my own space and say, "Yes, well, thank you for showing me to my room. I'd like to practice my magic now." <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of like his eyes kind of widen when you say magic. Uh, he's like, oh. oh. Uh. See you in the mess later. And he uh, turns and heads off. Whew, what a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. So you have like a little hammock. It's in like an open space where you see some other hammocks laying around. You imagine some of the crew is there. There is like a little, like a little partition. Nothing that's like attached to the wall, but like you can kind of put it in front to have a little privacy. Like everyone will hear everything you say, you know, but... Uh, at least have a little privacy in it. Okay. I hope you didn't hear me call him a creep as he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it didn't look like he reacted to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I, I sit down, well, in the hat, well, not in the hammock. I sit on the floor and I open out like my books and mm -hmm. I just start reading my spell book. Just for? Just to practice. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Roll just a uh, intelligence check. So a d20 and then add whatever your intelligence score is. Oh my god, <laughs> I rolled a three. Oh, not great. Uh, <laughs> I guess I just pretend to look smart. <laughs> yeah, I think like, you know, you open the book and you're trying to read, but it sounds like, you know, as some time passes, people are starting to like unhitch the ship, starting to get it ready. You're hearing people yell out, you know, Port anchor. Yeah, I don't know any ship stuff in real life, but I do in D and D. But they they shout ship relevant things. You also have like just Orf, like just thinking about Orf in general, being like, wow, that's a weird dude, uh, making it hard for you to focus on reading your book. So it's the sort of thing where you read the same paragraph six times, and you're like, dang it, like, I just can't focus. I can't yeah. focus. That guy's such a creep. Yeah. I guess yeah. I close my book and I actually. I close my book, I put it away because I just can't seem to focus. Like, there's mm -hmm. too many distractions, and I actually don't really feel that safe on the ship. So I decide to, like, explore the quarters. Yeah. Just walking around, or... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you move your little partition <laughs> out of the way and, <laughs> and start walking around, uh, you know, the thing that's kind of in the hull of the ship. It's probably about, like, uh, you know... 40 feet by 20 feet so sizable especially on a ship um but yeah you kind of walk around you see a few people hanging around uh in their hammocks just looking up at you as you walk by um, and as you walk down do you kind of like walk towards the mess hall or do you walk towards the captain's quarters what do you um, think probably towards the mess hall okay yeah uh so you walk towards like uh what seems to be the front of the ship um, and yeah eventually walk down a little hallway and into what seems to it's smaller than the last room you were in um, but a sizable if looking around it it seems like a tavern um, almost like inside of the ship uh, just with not like a 
bar owner, you know, just more of someone there preparing meals and whatnot and dropping things off. There are a handful of tables uh, just around, and yeah. No one is really is it? in there except for... Uh. Yeah, there is one man who seems to be preparing some food on one end. I like the quietness of it, I guess. And I sit down and I figure, why not buy something? Or like, why not grab mm -hmm. something to eat? Yeah. The man working there, he seems to be younger. He has the air of someone that doesn't fully know what's going on. Uh, or really, like, doesn't fully understand what it means to be part of the ship. So they shoved him back here in the... <laughs> uh, down below to prepare meals. Um, but he seems happy enough to be there. And he looks up and says, um, we don't have any meals yet, but, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, if you want to sit down, that's, yeah, that's fine. It's perfectly fine. Ah. Uh, any drinks? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you want? We have ale. Ale? Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. Okay. Just a glass. Yeah. <laughs> grabs like a mug from behind and walks forward. He kind of trips on one of the planks. Like, ah, dang it. Uh, he sets it down in front of you. He's like, so, uh, you new to the crew or are you a passenger? So investigating the mug a little bit. Some kind yeah. of a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 10. You kind of like bend over to like look in, like the outside seems clean enough. You bend over to, like, look into it, but he's already started pouring. <laughs> so you don't catch, like, was there any, was there a spider in there? Who knows? You'll never know. Uh, but, yeah. Ah. So, yeah, passenger or? Oh, I'm a passenger. I'm not part of the crew oh. or anything. Cool. Well, uh, my name's Bodil. Nice to meet you, Bodil. How long have you been a part of the crew? Oh, two months now. Um, yeah, lost my last job. I'm sorry to hear that. Where did you used to work? Yeah, in a tavern, uh, making meals. <laughs> I say that as I slowly sip my drink. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like it? Oh, uh, the the drink or. <laughs> The ale, yeah. Oh, yeah, the ale. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I only really took a short sip before he interrupted <laughs> me. <laughs> he kind of like stands there awkwardly. It's like, I'm gonna go uh, get back to what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, that that's great, great. I'm just gonna be over here drinking my ale. Yeah. I sort of turn my my chair over a little bit <laughs> to mm -hmm. the side, and I think to myself, Wow, everyone I've met on this ship is absolutely bizarre <laughs> yeah uh you know you you just hang there drinking your drink for a while and yeah i decide to okay. uh stay there until it's finished and then just head back to exploring yeah in, in your time as as you drink you hear like one glass fall and shatter on the ground and both just dang it oh man i keep doing that and he like cleans it up uh your your estimation, at least from what you hear of Bodil, is he's a kid that means well. <laughs> uh, but that only goes so far, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you finish your drink, you... I decide to head on out and keep exploring. Uh, so I guess the areas you haven't really been would be like 
the uh, by the private quarters and the captain's quarters or going above deck? I'm going to go by the captain's quarters. So you you make your way towards the captain's quarters. Um, you see standing there is still uh, the half-elf man introduced as uh, the first mate, Ariza. Kind of looks at you as you approach. Um, very unflinching, like just the slightest turn of a head. You know, you'd almost be like, did he dude, look at me? You know? Uh, uh, what is he dressed in, by the way? Yeah, so he's wearing like, you'd imagine like, it's not a uniform of any army or country you know. You get the sense though, like he had something custom made <laughs> to look like it's a uniform. Yeah. Is the captain there with him? Uh, the captain seems to be inside of the room that he's just standing in front of. So are they behind like a glass door or like a... So he's like in the main cabin area that you are in. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's a door, the double door, and then the captain's quarter behind. So you can't see the captain in his quarters at the moment. Um, and there's no like glass into it. He's just kind of standing guard, you'd assume. I guess they, I don't want to bother them. I don't know. It's just based on the way the elf was. I guess he's had like better things to tend to. So I decided to go like up top. Okay. As you uh, head upstairs, uh, up up the stairs, and go on to deck, you know you see the sun has risen a fair bit in in the time that you spent reading and drinking (laughs) this early morning. and yeah, you see at this point, they're kind of untying the ship and starting to push it off and move it to sea. As this, you know, continues on and they start putting the sails up, you hear loud footsteps coming up from the stairs that you just recently went up. And it seems like just a giant of a man must be about to come out. But, you know, standing about four feet tall is who you assume to be the captain. A dwarf with oh. grain hair, middle-aged. Uh, there are a few specks of red in it still. He doesn't really pay any attention to you as he walks up the stairs and across the deck. He doesn't really seem to, like, notice anyone is the best way to put it. Like, he's just like, all right, I'm getting to the helm. <laughs> like, I'm going, I'm going to do my captain stuff. Yeah. Uh, not concerning himself with other stuff. Following behind him is the first mate, giving him a few updates on... They say that the winds... You know, south of Endin are good at this point, uh, and just giving some li- little tips and whatnot. And... Is there anyone else up there with us, or? Yeah, I mean, at this point, a lot of the crew is kind of, you know, putting sails down, um, getting stuff ready. So you, you, at this point, yeah, most of the crew is on deck. Most of the crew is on deck with the captain and the first mate. Hmm. I guess I is is Orf. Is his name Orf? Uh, Orf, yeah, is the weird guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, is Orf up there as well? Uh, roll a perception check. I got 17. Yeah. Uh, you, like, kind of look up and you see in the crow's nest uh, with, like, a telescope is Orf. <laughs> so I walk up to Orf, and as he's looking through the telescope, I kind of take him by surprise. I'm like, what you doing, Orf? Okay. So he's like in the crow's nest, though, which is like the thing you have to climb up to. Oh. So do you yell from like below or do you kind of do a sneaky climb up? Or I think I probably yell from below. Okay. 
uh, as you yell, <laughs> kind of sneak up, like, what's up, Orif? You see him just, like, shoot down <laughs> his telescope towards you and, like, focus it. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? I guess we're taking off soon. Mmm. Yep. <laughs> I was like, he kind of like brings it back up and starts looking around, surveying the area some more. So I sort of turn to him from him, and is it okay if I approach somebody else working on the ship? Or yeah, for sure. Okay, so I walk up to someone else, someone else, uh, part of the crew. Okay. Yeah, I I'd say I mean, the one person nearby would be the. Uh, tiefling woman that had walked by you oh, earlier. Right. Yeah, but she almost smacked me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I could, yeah, I'm going to go bother the tiefling, tiefling woman. Okay. Because I'm sure the crew has, you know, stuff to do. Yeah, so you see her, like, you know, tying some knots off. Uh, and, yeah, you walk, you walk up to her, and she kind of turns her head towards you. So I introduce myself, and I say... Hello there, I'm Gwendolyn Blackwater. It's very good to meet you. And I open out my arm to, like, shake her hand. As she's tying the knots, uh, you see her tail kind of come up by her hands, and she moves her right hand off to shake yours, and the knot, uh, and she keeps tying the knot, but now using just her left hand and her tail. <laughs> she shakes her hand. Uh, name's Rory. Rory? Good to meet you, Rory. Is she a crew member, or is she, is she like... You would get the sense she's crew. Okay. So she's a crew member on the ship. She's not actually like... Mm -hmm. So she's tying off stuff or... Yeah, just like tying knots, making sure things are secure and whatnot. So what parts are you from? Like, whereabouts? <sighs> oh, uh, me, I'm originally from Cortia. Lived in the islands just outside the capital for a while. How's Cortia? I've never been there before. For people like you and me kind of gives you a look up and down. It'd be hit or miss. A lot of humans there. They don't always uh, like stranger folk. So I like shake my head in agreeance and I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> How long have you lived there? Well, I grew up there, but I've kind of been traveling for the last 10 years. Are there very many magic folk there? No, yeah, all sorts of them. Um, capital city of Cortia has fair few. You know, there's the Archmage Yorin who lives there, and I know he teaches. Yorin. There's also the, uh, I've never been, I've heard it's cool, the University of Odril. It's this city, it floats above Cortia. Uh, many people learn stuff there, too. That sounds fascinating. I'm very interested in learning more about magic and spells. Cortia's huh? as good a place as any. So when she says that, I get, like, all excited. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So now I, I know that there's more, like, magic there to look forward to because partly one of the reasons I wanted to travel there was because I heard through the grapevine that uh, they have a lot of libraries and places for me to study. Sorry, is that something you say to Oh, her, no, that's, or... that's just, like, me. Okay, that's that's, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, it, yeah, there... There is a fair amount of focus uh, on learning new knowledge in Cortia, um, where especially, you know, certain places with elves in general, um, you know, which you would have some experience with, 
Yes. Uh, they're all about the status quo. Like, this has been working for 2,000 years. <laughs> Why not keep doing it for another 2,000? Where humans, you know, because they have short lives comparatively, they're like, all right, let's get shit done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's learn new stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely would be appealing for those reasons. So, what's what's the kingdom like in Cortia? Uh, in general, you know, there's a king who rules over stuff. A uh, handful of cities, each with different lords who answer to the king. I can really only speak for the islands I lived on. They're pretty relaxed places for a while. Okay, well, thank you for the information about the university and the studies in Cortia. Perhaps we'll run into each other later. That's not that big of a ship, so... Yeah, I imagine, yes. <laughs> okay. So... Dan, she kind of gives so like a sassy. Rye, like I'm an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Yeah. Like I'm over here, just like they have books, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. I. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't let it bother me that much. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I turn, <laughs> like compared to everyone else I've met so far, she's like the most decent to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, you you assume that you know that comment has nothing to do with you and everything to do with who she is. Yeah, so yeah. I <laughs> I turn around and I figure it's probably a good idea to meet other travelers on the ship if possible. Mm -hmm. So I I guess they wouldn't be like at the top where I am right now, right? Uh, no, I mean, so the only other person that seemed like a potential traveler. Uh, for sure, was the rich-looking guy. Mm. Money um, bags. <laughs> who was down below. You know what? Let's let's talk to money bags. You head down? Do you just, like, knock on <laughs> his door? or? I guess, uh, is it, like, is it one of those, like, is it just a, a wooden door? Or is there, like, a little window in the middle? or? His is just a wooden door, yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's let's knock and see. You knock, a few seconds pass, and you hear a voice say, Who is it? I sort of perk up when he says that, because it takes me by surprise. And I say, It's Gwendolyn Blackwater. I'm a passenger on the ship, and I just thought I would say hello. Roll a persuasion check. Oh, 20. Oh, it's a 21. Oh, wow. Dang. <laughs> uh, you know, you do hear, like, kind of, the slight exasperated sigh, but your your you know request was just polite enough where he felt like he probably couldn't refuse it. So you hear his footsteps walking across his little chambers and then see the door open and he stands in front of you. Pleasure to meet you, Gwendolyn, you said. Yes, yes, Gwendolyn Blackwater. Very nice to meet you. My name is Artur. He doesn't give a last name, very pointedly does yeah. not. Yeah, I, I was like, is no. there, is there... Can I see any anything past him in his room? Like, can I see his uh, the chest that he was carrying in earlier? Yeah, you see it's just, it's closed and kind of at the foot of the bed. So I sort of take a glance uh, over at it. And then I look back at him. Wait, what's what's the, the suite that he's in? He's in like the, the private area? Yeah, he's just in like a little private chambers that they seem ah, to have okay. for guests who are willing to shell out the coin. I was going to say, like, <laughs> like so the VIP suite, huh? How is that like? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just, like, be so nosy. Um, yeah. <laughs> How do you like being rich? I know, so what's that like, huh? 
So what brings you to these quarters, I guess? Well, I'm traveling and have the means and like my privacy. Ah, dick. Okay. (laughs) 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 Every conversation I have. (laughs) So, (laughs) So like Gwendolyn or Gwen, she just kind of like, ugh, not again. <laughs> she like half expected him to be standoffish, but I guess his comment was mm-hmm. sort of like a, uh, the okay to like fuck off on my end. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Um, I just wanted to get to know the other people that I'd be traveling with, but it's nice to see you. I'm going to go practice my magic now. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> and I just leave. <laughs> you know, as you start to walk do you go back to like your bunk or your hammock uh is there anywhere else that i haven't explored not really i mean you imagine there's like a few offshoot rooms where they have storage and whatnot um or you know they didn't technically say you can't go but you're like well i can go see what you know potatoes they're carrying but (laughs) (laughs) that's up to you um i guess I am curious, but at the same time, it might just be potatoes, like you said. Mm -hmm. So I guess I feel a little defeated that a lot of the people on the ship have been more or less strange and or standoffish. (laughs) So I say, you know what? I'm just going to go see if I can practice my magic or something or find something to do in my quarters. Well, yeah, you uh, head back. Do you just kind of read there, practice, you know, your you know, make some little lights appear and have them dance around? Yeah, practice like the... The, uh, what spell is that? Was it the, yeah, the dancing lights to entertain myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start practicing those things and, you know, time passes. Uh, you've started to feel the ship sway more and more as you guys have moved actually out into sea. Uh, it's, I imagine that you have not spent a ton of time on ships no no mostly walking mostly magic to get you know to and from Mm -hmm. yeah i I imagine it's not like she's never been on a ship yeah but but definitely not not uh doesn't have sea legs perfectly down Mm -mm. i get sick but yeah (laughs) yeah why don't uh roll because of that roll a constitution saving throw please don't make me barf please Oh my god, oh, it's a one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, as as you're rocking back and forth trying to read, you know, it's like that car sick feeling and you just like feel it coming up. Uh, I, I'll say it's not like you blow chunks all over the <laughs> cabin floor, but it's definitely the like, you catch the puke in your mouth. Like, oh, it's like god, a barf in my day. hammock. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no friends. <laughs> Oh, good start to this trip. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, eventually, you know, it seems like night is starting to fall and people are heading to the mess area to get some food. So I still kind of have my like hand on my stomach, but I figure maybe if I get something, if I eat something, it might sort of help with the motion sickness. So I decide to join them. You head in, uh, as you look around, you see, you know, you don't see the captain or the first mate. It seems like anyone of kind of the higher status of the crew is not really around this area. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you see a few familiar people. I mean, Bodil's in the back, like 
chopping up potatoes, like looking frantic, sweat dripping down his hand. He's like bumping into tankards and some of the crew is like laughing at him. Um, you see Rory sitting at a table on her own um, with a book out in front of her and she's sipping a beer as she like turns the pages with her tail. Pretty much as soon as you walk in, Orf looks up <laughs> and takes some steps towards you. Ah! Hey, we got a seat for you over here, Gwendolyn. Uh, I reluctantly go towards where he's guiding me to. Oh, hi, Orp. How's it going? <laughs> he brings you to a table. There's a few other sailors there, nondescript. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. They look like NPCs, you know? Uh, you don't need that many characters. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they kind of smile at Orf and you and give you a polite head nod. Um Orf waves over to Bodil, who's, like, trying to prepare things. He's like, ah, Bodil, we'll need another meal over here. What'd you like, Gwendolyn? Do you guys have any soup? You got any soup, Bodil? And Bodil's kind of like, what? No, not today. <sighs> and he, like, walks in the back and grabs some more ingredients, and it seems like he's starting up on some soup. So I look around me. Is it just a bunch of, like, happy sailors? For the most part, yeah. So I guess everybody really likes to... Party it up on this shit. <laughs> well, it's always exciting to set sail again. We were in port for a little while and get a little tired. Yeah, definitely. So, I talked to uh, that the guy with the suitcase earlier. He didn't seem too friendly. Yeah, the other sailors at the table are like, eh, some passengers, you know. Not all are as uh, normal and open as you. And Orf is like... Yeah, like, weird guy. Uh, you <laughs> okay. can roll an insight check on that. I love that he, I imagine. I love that he's the one that's like, yeah, he's fucking weird. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> uh, I rolled uh, 15. Plus four. four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, again, it's that, like, nonchalantness, right, of, like, yeah, that guy's weird. I don't know. And you're like, yeah, you're full of shit, Orf. You, you seem to know more about him than you're letting on. So I guess I, I like my eyes sort of trail on Orf's and like I sort of glare a little bit. Not like too intimidating, but just kind of like, hmm, really, really. And he kind of looks at you and picks up on that a bit. And he's like, um, uh, what do you think of the captain? Captain was fine. I didn't really get a chance to speak with him, but he seems like an okay guy. So you got, like, weird passengers on the ship from time to time, right? Yeah, sometimes. Would you say you he's know. super out of the ordinary? Seems pretty quiet. Well, you want to hear something really out of the ordinary? <laughs> Let me tell you about how the captain became captain of this ship. Uh, the other two sailors are like, or this one again. <laughs> like, ah, hear me out. So... You know, hill dwarfs aren't naturally going for th- just completely ignoring your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting anything out of this know. guy. <laughs> <laughs> the captain, he was in love with a dwarven lass. So I like, I like ignore what he's saying completely, and I look at the others, and I'm like, do you guys know anything about the suitcase man? I always forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, sorry, we don't gotta let you know he's not gonna stop until you listen to the story through we've been through this a few times so i kind of cross my arms and just sort of nod letting him continue his story in love with a beautiful dwarven lass 
Loved her more than anything in the world, but she loved one thing more than him. That was the sea. They say the night before the captain's wedding, her eyes glowed green like fire. Or like green fire. Uh, the two like soldiers kind of like laugh at him like, fire ain't green, Orf. <laughs> uh, is the, is everyone down, uh, are they all like in the area eating, even the guy with the suitcase? Uh, the suitcase guy is not there. Archer is not there. Darn. Yeah, I was going to try to sneak into his, like, <laughs> sneak into his yeah. room or something. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the captain, in the middle of the night, he hears a splash out his window. Wife, fiance, whatever, gone. Never saw her again. So he's been sailing the seas trying to find her. Bring a tear to your eye. He must be quite lonely. <laughs> Aren't we all? He takes a big drink uh, as uh, your suit gets brought over. Thank you. The two nondescript sailors just kind of laugh at Orf. So I, once again, I give a little once over at my soup to make sure everything's a-okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, just a quick look. It seems yeah. fine. You know, it, Th yeah. Then I just proceed to eat and sort of observe people in the room around me. Uh, roll just a perception check. What is that? That's a... Oh, it's a two. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You kind of look around, uh, you know, and uh, your boy Orf is just really continuously talking. Uh, so you take a few glances. You don't really notice anything that seems concerning or stands out. I think I'm, like, more trusting of my surroundings, except for Orf. Like, everyone just mm -hmm. seems to be a little bit, like, quirky. But I know that he's hiding something, and I don't exactly know how to get it out of him. Oh. Hey, Orf, do you like drinks? Wait, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> he slams his uh, glass down. So, uh, yeah, of course. You know what? You and I are going to be pals. How about I get you another round of drinks? Are you going to do the thing where it's like you're like pretending to drink alongside? Oh, yeah, and it just know? goes like past my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do shots and just like splash on the person behind Great. you. Yeah. Just use my magic to like evaporate the drinks. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, cast dancing lights or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see that? Yeah. yeah. Rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and Orf, you know, him actually doing so and you pretending to. I'm going to have you roll like a sleight of hand to see how successful you are in pretending to down these drinks. Sleight of hand. Oh, it's plus one. So 16. Okay. Yeah. That's very good. Um, so very easily you fool him. <laughs> he seems a little in his cups and as he's drinking, you know, but you feel like you're even able to kind of fool the people around you who are not necessarily partaking in what you're doing, mm -hmm. but around watching, talking with you all. Uh, they don't seem to catch on to what you're doing either. So nobody really catches on. I'm just like, yeah, it's lit. Yeah. It's <laughs> like drinking it up. So then I start to lead into some questions. So Orf. You have any good time? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> wow, you can really down those drinks. You too. You, you, you sound suspiciously sober. It's Whoa, wild. me? No, I dude, never knew no. half orcs could drink so well. <laughs> yeah, we got some pretty good immune systems. 
<laughs> I sound so sinister. I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have a good immune system. Tom. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm just like rubbing my hands together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I start to ask like a little bit more personal questions just to see what I can get out of him. So mm-hmm. like that guy from earlier. Oh, boy. He was a piece of work, right? Just like lighthearted. Archer's a strange one. Oh, well, sorry, what? It's a strange one? In, in what way? What makes him so strange? Oh, I I don't know him. Uh, seems rich, wealthy, a little stuck up. He ain't in here like you. That's what... You know, huh? Ain't in Did I tell you about the captain? Oh, yeah, yeah, his fiance yeah. Totally, walked totally. into the sea. Hey, can we get another round of her? drinks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come around with some more drinks and keeps keeps drinking along with you. Yes, along with me, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so he's drinking again, and I decide maybe I could nudge a little bit to see if there's anything, and if not, then I don't want to like hurt this guy, so I'll, I'll just leave it. I ask, do you happen to know what's in that suitcase he had? It was quite heavy looking. Roll a persuasion check, and I'll give you advantage because he is sloshed okay. yeah 17 <laughs> and then probably what was it before plus one for person yeah. so 18 yeah oh just has his you know personal things in there and a few things for the job he's trying to do you know what's he in the business of hmm oh uh you know exporting and importing probably all those rich oh guys my god are. Oh my god, he said importer, exporter. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting uh, Seinfeld in here. <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll an insight on that one, too. Uh, very clearly, like, a lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, thinking, should I Should I just be, like, should I be more aggressive and just be, like, come on, man. I know you're hiding something. You know what? He was kind of weird in the beginning, so let's go for that angle if that's possible. <laughs> Come on, man, you can tell me anything. I'm your good friend now, see? I promise it'll stay between the two of us. Kind of looks you up and down. Meet me above deck. Yes. 30 minutes. We'll have a chat. So I just like silently nod. He uh, gets up and stumbles out. <laughs> so I just wait a little bit before I follow him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I'm waiting, I just kind of like, Look around. Has anything changed since our uh, little lit party? <laughs> yeah, you know, it seems like some people have gone back to, uh, you know, the quarters probably to start getting rest. So it's cleared out some. Uh, you know, a few people are passed out on the table. Rory is still paging through her book slowly with her tail. So I take out, I have uh, in my pouch, a, like a locket, and there's a picture of my sister on it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of look down at it, and I start, like, to clasp at it, just for extra comfort. Definitely emboldens you a bit, and you feel a warmth kind of surge through you. I can do this! I can do this kind of thing! <laughs> so I guess I, I, like, meet him and see what's yeah. up. Yeah, you head above deck. It is dark out. There seem to be very few people out here right now. You know, you can see the helmsman. The captain seems to have gone back to his quarters, but the helmsman is at the wheel, you know, making sure, whatever, you don't die. No big deal. Yeah. (laughs) 
I would say, like, as soon as you get up and look around, I mean, it's obviously a very big deck. Um, so as you kind of look, you don't see anything immediately. But you do hear, like, kind of muffled whispers. One that, you know, from even this distance, you can be like, oh, yeah. That sounds very slurred. Uh, <laughs> sounds maybe not in the right mind. So it's for sure or definitely without a doubt. Mm-hmm. That's our that's our guy. Yeah. So I guess I follow the the sound of his voice until it gets louder. So you kind of have to head to the front near the front of the ship to do that, and there are like a handful of kind of cargo boxes. Um, that you hear the voices behind. It seems to like be blocked from view from most parts of the ship, especially from the helmsman, which mm-hmm. is probably why you, you assume Orf picked this spot to have as much privacy as possible. Make things discreet. Yeah, yeah as discreet as Orf can be. Uh, as you get closer, <laughs> make a perception check. 17. Yeah, oh wow. Gosh, you're rolling so well. Uh, you I know, thank God. <laughs> hear a second voice, um, and you recognize it pretty immediately as Arter. Or why did you call me up here? Is, is, oh wait, he's a bad guy, right? He's, yeah, he's the chest dude. Okay. (laughs) Why'd you call me up here at this point? Like, you might blow the cover. Or it's like, no, 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 we're gonna help us. She's good at magic, she can help. Who? Uh, Do you continue or do you just kind of listen in? Uh, I just listen in a little while longer to see what's up. Look. Gwendolyn, the, the half-work, she can help us. She might be better at some of this stuff. You, you want a payday? She'll make sure it happens. Archer's like, we had a plan, Orf. We don't need to add any other elements into it. Uh, I guess I step out quietly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I could help? Archer looks, like, shocked immediately and kind of stands up straight and, like, looks very frustrated. Orf turns and gives his famous uh, three-tooth-missing smile. So, you made it. I kind of look at the both of them, sort of like, easy fellows. <laughs> like, I don't want to cause any trouble, but I'm traveling to Cortia too because I want to learn more about magic. And I feel like with whatever I have so far, I could probably help you guys. And maybe you could help me in return. Uh, Orf and Arthur kind of look at each other and he's like, see, she's willing to help. And Arthur kind of gives you a look. Or if this is a bad idea. And Orf's like, ah, okay. So we got a little thing going. And Orf's like, Orf? And he's like, mm. And Orf just keeps going, bowling through him. And Archer eventually like, kind of steps back and puts a hand in his face. Look, the thing I told you about the captain was true. He's been searching the seas for his wife, okay? Yeah. Sometimes he'll take diversions and go off because he thinks he sees her in the sunset. He doesn't use the ship well. We could use it better, so we set up a bit of a plan. We just need help executing it. You guys aren't going to hurt the captain, are you? They kind of... No. Not necessarily. Not if the captain uh, doesn't make anyone hurt him, no. So Gwen, she's not much of a fighter because she doesn't believe in fighting. Like, she, she believes in, like... Uh, dark magic and like the arts but she's never been one for like battle and when mm-hmm. her parents tried to sort of force her into being like a fighter she kind of rejected that and went off on her own so she always tries to live by the rule like if there's a way that we could trick this person or get 
from here to here without causing any damage, then that's like the safest bet. So because she has that like mindset, then she feels a little bit uncomfortable because of what she just heard. Guys, I'm sure there's a way we can do this without hurting anyone. Maybe if we talk to him. Wait, no, that's stupid. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking stupid. <laughs> but there are things we could do. Like, I do have a handful of spells that can create illusions. So maybe if we tried to convince him that one of my spells was his wife, we could, you know, try to get something going on our end without hurting him or causing much trouble. Uh, as you say that, Archer kind of looks at you like very surprised that you're like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Orf, Orf kind of hits him in the, see, I told you she could help. <laughs> uh, Archer's like, well. Wait, did he say no? Uh, Archer says, well, Oh. we certainly <laughs> like, could no. use some magical help. If it's all right, if I ask, I, I just kind of want to know if I'm getting myself into any trouble. So what are you guys setting off to do? They kind of look between each other. We're going to try to get the captain to head to Tin Island. At that island, we have associates who will be able to take the ship. Um, then we'll be able to sell it and get a pretty solid payday from it. This is made of red iron one. It's a very, very strong, solid ship that the captain is using to search for someone who's long dead. Wait, why do you want to steal it from him, though, when your boy's over here in fucking jewels and shit? <laughs> like, wouldn't it just make sense to do something else? Or are they both, like, traitors? Like, do they... Yeah, I mean, you get the just... sense. Orth has lived a life of poverty for a while. Yeah. You know, you. I mean, you get the sense that obviously Orph is the quote-unquote inside guy, which, you know, could have probably done better. Yeah. Like, I, I came into it thinking that, like, mm -hmm. oh, like, maybe they, they have a quest. Maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's, like, a quest or something that they have to do. But, like, now it kind of just sounds like, oh, yeah, no, we're just thieves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's very much the sense you get. Uh, oh. Maybe Orf hasn't done this for long, but at the very least, after the life he's lived, he's willing to do this. I kind of feel bad for him because of his circumstances, so I offer something else. So back in my kingdom, I was pretty, like, high up there. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, I wasn't royalty, but, like... I came from a very rich family, and right now, my town in Omala is kind of, like, in a lot of trouble. And that's why I've gone out to sort of learn magic so I can come back home and, you know, restore what was lost. So I sort of make a deal with him where I say, like, if you help me on my quest, then you won't have to live a day in poverty again, and you can just, like, you know, quit this whole, like, stealing things. Because, like, what'd the captain do? Like, <laughs> uh, he's a bad guy. Roll a persuasion check. You get the sense that this is going to be a hard sell for them. Oh, 16. Okay. 
they kind of like look at you. Well, I appreciate that, but this is a quick and easy payday. And from selling the ship, we can get around 20,000 gold just for us doing our part. How would you like one third of that? Wouldn't that help you quite a bit with restoring what you need and helping those that need help? So I'm in a bit of a tough bind because I, I don't have that much coins in my purse. <laughs> but, but also the whole concept of stealing a ship from someone who's like, it's his ship, first of all. And like, he's like chasing after his lost love. That's just so sad. Why would I? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a part of that. It's like, this sounds horrible. <laughs> so, uh, there's no way to like... But guys, it, I know it might seem like uh, jumping through more hoops, but the payout could be much bigger <laughs> if you help me. I'm highborn and I'm like showing them my armor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I think I just found like a really bum group by accident. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of like look between each other uh, and then back at you. So are you gonna help? Orf says. I'm sorry, fellas. I don't I don't think I can do this. If you ever change your minds and want to, I almost said if you want to fight the good fight, fuck me. <laughs> 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 you guys ever change your minds and want to help me with my quest because I'm pretty much by myself right now then I would love it and you would be paid fairly as well and I just kind of walk off a little bit disappointed well as you like turn to walk Archer says she knows too much oh shit and you hear the sound of a dagger coming out uh I'm gonna have you roll initiative (laughs) I hate these guys, by the way. I fucking hate these guys. I rolled a 14. 14. Orf rolled a nat 1, so... He's gonna... Okay. Yeah. Um, So, first up is Arter. Um, He, kind of at his side, pulls out uh, a cane and points it at you and seems to try to cast a spell. Oh, bitch, no. (laughs) No. Uh, That is a 12 to hit. So what is your AC? Oh, armor class is 15. Okay. Yeah, so you kind of just like dodged out of the way like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the hell? Uh, And yeah, he kind of swears. It's like, oh, stop her. And uh, yeah, you're up. What a dick! Okay, let me try to figure out what am I gonna do. I could I could throw missiles at them. I could, uh, yeah. You know what? How about I do a magic missile spell? Can I do that? Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, one. Okay, so that's two damage on the first dart. Also one. <laughs> two <laughs> on the second. Was, who are you aiming it at, Arter or? Okay, so I'll hit Arter, Mister Moneybags first. Okay. So, first one hit Archer, second one, that was also a two. Who do you want that to hit? Uh, to hit fourth. Okay. And then your third one? Third one is a three. Okay. And who do you uh, want that to hit? Orf, because I think he might be, like, the, the bronze. I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I think he might be the muscle right now. Yeah. 
You definitely get the sense that that hurt him a fair bit. Uh, but he is still What up, an asshole, man. And he has his knife up. Uh, he's going to run towards you. Or do you want to move away? Do you want to do anything else? I guess I just, like, run, like, make some distance. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's kind of uh, dark, too, right? <laughs> start moving away. Uh, you hear Orf chasing after you. Like, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> So I'm like running and screaming like, you fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the helmsman seems to uh, notice to a degree, <laughs> I'd say, as you start running. And yeah, uh, Orf is gonna run up to you and try to hit you with the knife he pulled out. I uh, hate this guy. He's at disadvantage because he is drunk. Oh, right. Uh, so... <laughs> I hope he misses. Uh, first one is a natural three, so that's gonna both are three. So he rolled terrible for both of them, and he has to take the lower. <laughs> so yeah, he swings and misses you, and it kind of digs into the uh, wood of the thing. As you're running, uh, next up would be Arter, and he steps out. Says, "Somebody stop her! She's attacked us!" Uh, and now it is your turn. Okay. Oh. Asshole, absolute asshole. Okay. <laughs> I'm like thinking, what can I do? Uh, you make yourself. I just found a way to make this really freaking like redundant. <laughs> it's like, what if I disguise myself? Uh, let's see. You make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends. Okay. Maybe I could do something with that. Maybe I could disguise myself, but not now. Not now. I think I'm just gonna blast him with a fireball because he's an asshole. Okay. Uh, so at Archer? Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, 15. Yeah. Yeah, 15 will hit. Yeah, you get Archer right in the chest. Uh, what is that? That's a five. Five. Yeah, you yeah, hit fuck, Archer man. in the chest. Uh, and he just kind of like yells out as his clothes start to set a place. Oh, no. like, See! She's trying to kill us! <laughs> this is horrible! <laughs> oh no. Okay, so I got him, but he's not, he's not like, fully out for the count, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Did anyone notice? Like, did anyone hear him, or? Uh, it seems like the helmsman did, uh, and the voice definitely carried, and I think your yelling also would have carried. <laughs> um, so you do start to hear people kind of rustling. Oh no. Oh no, no. It's, can I disguise myself right now? <laughs> uh, so Firebolt would be your action. You can keep running, um, but disguise self, you would have yeah. to wait till your next turn. Yeah, okay, I'll hide. I'll go and hide behind some, like, barrels or something. <laughs> yeah, so you keep running. Orf is on your trail. You imagine it'll be hard. <laughs> <laughs> to like get out of sight from Orf. He's slow uh, and drunk. He's slow and drunk. That's but... true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so you certainly can try. Uh, first, I'll have you roll a perception check. Okay. I hate these two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I rolled a three. <laughs> yeah, you look around and you're like, uh, coiled rope. There's a big thing of coiled rope there. You just kind of try to slide behind it. Yeah, just like. Okay. Yeah, you slide there. I'll have you make a stealth check because it's a pretty shitty spot. Uh, disadvantage. So you roll twice and take the lower. Like, just for the record, <laughs> I've been doing, like, pretty good rolls right up until yeah. it gets tense. <laughs> yeah, until it matters. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, 14. Okay, that's not so bad. 14, and then yeah. what's your stealth check? Jim? Oh, plus one. Okay, yeah, so, 15. so 15 total. Pretty good, and for a drunk orf. <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of like looks around like, where, what, how's she? And like does not know where you went. Uh, Arthur still sees you, uh, even though you are kind of blocked from Damn him being it. able to shoot spells. And he kind of yells to Orf, she's there, you buffoon. No. Uh, but like he, Orf doesn't have enough time to like recognize or get to you. Uh, at this point, can I like run again and then do a spell or? So first up, Arthur is going to get to act. Um, okay. And he is actually going to try to attack you. You will get like an advantage because of partial cover, so it'll be pretty hard for him to hit. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, he is going to shoot what seems to be a bolt at you. That's a natural one, so wouldn't matter. Uh, it just like flies off the side of the ship. And it's almost <laughs> like a flare going out into the night. And... Ha ha. <laughs> uh, you are up now. Okay. Okay. Uh... Could I run out of sight so he doesn't see me and then do the spell now? You certainly could try, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to try to find somewhere where I'm out of sight from him, and then I'm going to disguise myself into one of the men that was, like, within range of hearing. What what are they called? The... Because you said some people heard... Some nondescript sailor. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. right. So <laughs> I'm gonna uh, very polymorph clear NPC. <laughs> I'm gonna polymorph into an NPC. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, so okay, so you want to turn into one someone else, uh, but yeah. you want to find a spot where you can like duck behind, hopefully without being noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the same thing as before. You roll a perception check to see if you can find a good spot. Please give me a good spot. Eighteen? Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, you you know you find some more cargo boxes that you're like I can slip behind there. Now you're gonna make a stealth check. A three. A three. <laughs> you uh get but, but behind. Does the, it. does the plus one for stealth does that help? Yeah. Okay. Oh, four. a four. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. No one sees you. Uh, no. Uh, you get there. Um, it seems like Orf. An Arter see you, or know what? where you are at the very least. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Like they see you dark behind uh, some boxes. Okay. You know they can't like see you, see you, but they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> she went behind <laughs> there. Okay, so I disguise myself, and if. Is Orf, like, near me? Because what I wanted to happen was, like, I disguise myself into an NPC, and then he comes by, and I'm like, you're dreaming. <laughs> Just like, you're dreaming, because he's drunk, so <laughs> go I back mean, to sleep. You might be able to pull that over on Orf. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Archer, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more, ask. uh... <laughs> oh. Okay, maybe just disguise myself and just walk down into the ship and, mm-hmm. like, get back to safety. Yeah, okay, so you disguise yourself. Are you doing exactly as, like, one of the nondescript sailors or, like, you know, adding, like, a beauty mark on the cheek or something, like, to, <laughs> to be a little different? Or My eyes are, like, crimson red. Yes. Yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, you you do that, and then do you just walk out from the boxes? Or? Yeah, I'm just like nothing to see here. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, as all of this is happening, you start to hear a handful of footsteps that seem to be reacting to the various yells, um, you know, and people being like, "What's happening? What happened?" And you know, the helmsman seems to have come around and, and walk oh, towards man. all of you to see uh, what's going on. I should have turned myself into him and been like, there's no problem. Like, it's, it's nothing. Fuck. Well, he still would have been there. Though. He'd be like, what oh, the true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him yeah. like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they all start coming above deck. Uh, like, what's the commotion? What's happening? And you see Arthur... The half orc. She she attacked us. She attacked Orph and I. So Orf. I'm still there as the NPC, right? Or am yeah. I gone? You're like behind okay, so the boxes. Do you want to step out? Is it possible to like blend in with the guys who just came up and like say things like I didn't hear anything? <laughs> like <laughs> So you'd imagine it'd be hard because like you get the sense Archer is kind of pointing right where you just went behind. You know, ah, okay. so like people are kind of like focused on the boxes <laughs> that you're hiding behind. I should have just turned into a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm behind the boxes. He just pointed to behind the boxes. And where's Orf? He's like drunk still, right? Yeah. You imagine standing kind of in the center of the ship, uh, probably hiding his knife. <laughs> What if I say something like, sorry guys, I had to, got into a bit of a scuffle with Orf over here. He's not looking too good. Sort of make it seem like he's just a drunkard who like got into trouble. Are you saying that as like disguised as the sailor or? Yeah. So like, oh, I found this guy. He's in bad shape. Just sort of playing into it. Like, I think he's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You, You can certainly try that. Okay. I'll try to blame it on his tipsiness. Like, I don't really know how to handle the other guy, though. But I'll just be like, oh, I found this guy's blabbering on about who knows what. These two are having a grand old time up here. <laughs> like, it's hopefully they believe me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you definitely. So you step out and. Yeah. Like, ah, this orf. There it is. Ah. Yeah. Roll a persuasion check. Okay. I'm scared. 11. Uh, persuasion plus one, so 12, right? 12, okay. Okay. Uh, they kind of, like, look at you confused. Uh-oh. Uh, and Arthur steps forward. He's like, I don't know where she went, but this man is lying. Aren't you and your friend drunk? I'm not drunk. Oh, but look at your friend over there. He's, he can barely stand. <laughs> <laughs> and you... Your shirt's burned. No, no non-drunk person <laughs> would be powering around the place. Like, come on. You need some rest and a hot shower. He kind of looks at you. Uh, make a deception check. <laughs> okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. But for, oh, plus two, so seventeen. I'm catching on. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like looks 
at you very confused and you see like recognition hit in his eyes and the rest of the crew is kind of like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and they kind of like look between you and Arthur well he has been drinking a lot so <laughs> I'm guessing what happened was he came up here showing him whatever i don't i don't know all i know is that this guy is on fire or was on fire this guy is clearly drunk so they must have been goofing around bumped their heads and got a little bit confused dick <laughs> asshole bastard um the crew just seems like very confused and they kind of look at orf and they're like well that does sound like orf <laughs> like Oh, yeah, um, he was up here talking about the captain and his wife. You know that story. You know that story, guys. <laughs> Archer steps forward, though. This person is lying. <clears throat> they all look it's like, I mean, look at Orf, you know, and Orf's kind of like at this point uh, just swaying back and forth. <laughs> but also he he's still like his clothes are tattered, right? Because it's all. Yeah. OK, so he looks the part. OK. Mm hmm. It definitely does. He doesn't seem credible, uh, Arthur, in this moment. Good, good. I can assure you, fellas, just give them some time and then maybe we could all talk later to figure out what happened. But I just chalk it up to, you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they all kind of like look and seem weird, and one whispers to another and. You know, one of the crewmen goes below deck. They don't really know what to make of it. Obviously, you know in your deception and you being intelligent, you get the sense like, yeah, this isn't going to last for long, but at least I have bought oh, yeah. like some time. <laughs> yeah, to like get back and try to do something. <laughs> yeah. So one, one of the crewmen goes down and another says, why don't we all just stay right here and... We can figure out exactly uh, what's going no. on and where the confusion is. I'm sure it's all going to be fine. Uh, oh, so they want to figure it out now. And I'm it's still in my polymorph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still disguised. Damn it. Uh, what, I don't, what should I do? I, I just... You're definitely in a pickle. <laughs> yeah, I just... I'm here with, like, my red eyes, NPC, like... <laughs> Uh, maybe I could cast a spell and then it'll sort of draw their attention to somewhere else. Yeah, so at this point you are out of first level spells, but you'd have your cantrip still. Okay, so the fireball and the dancing lights. Oh, 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 okay, that's great. That's great. Um, okay, how about I, I cause a distraction? Okay. So I create orbs that come out of, like, nowhere. And mm -hmm. it sort of surrounds the NPCs just to, like, entice them and lead them off somewhere else. Okay. I hope they fall for it. Do you have, like, a certain color you want to use? Oh, they're green. Like in, like in okay. uh, or Orf's story, where the fire was green. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll have you roll a sleight of hand uh, to kind of, you know, hide you doing whatever, the snap of the fingers or whatever you need to do to cast the spell. So, yeah, roll a sleight of hand. 20. Oh, fuck. 20. 20? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> right when you needed it. I know. Works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the green lights 
kind of appear out of nowhere around them and start swirling around the people. At this moment, you see the sailor coming up. You hear him talking. You hear, like, you see two silhouettes behind him, and he's saying, yeah, there's some weird fight. One guy's saying another's a liar, whatnot. And the green lights continue through, and as you see the captain and the first mate peek into sight, like, the captain's eyes lock on the green lights as you do you like move them just around the ship to like the front of it away from where you are yeah they're like pointing in a direction like a compass and then i point and okay. i'm like like from the story to sort of get people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the lights go and you see the captain like just his eyes widen and almost can see the lights that you've cast uh reflecting in his eye in his eyes and he starts walking towards them as you know they move like a directional like go this yeah, way <laughs> mesmerize him mesmerize him <laughs> yeah he starts following them and as he's doing it the rest of the crew seems pretty freaked out and surprised <laughs> by it as well uh and starts moving along with him as he kind of runs in the direction just are you moving it just away from oh yeah away from me and kind of like it eventually goes into the ship and then like eventually disappears after that but as it's Mm -hmm. like going out away from me i whisper or like throw my voice and i'm like quick lads (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) you yell it out and people start moving towards it uh and, and follow away and everyone except for you orf and arthur start moving archer kind of just looks at you and like slowly turns his head like realizing huh (laughs) the three of us even on opposing sides have really fucked this up (laughs) and he kind of looks at you i look over at him still maintaining that i'm not the same person (laughs) i'm like isn't it amazing and i go and i run (laughs) I go and I run towards where they're going, but I'm actually, like, just trying to get back to my room. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, you kind of, like, do that and then try to sneak through yeah, the sneak hustle the and bustle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll a stealth check. It's <laughs> less of, like, like creepy crawly I'm sneaking and more of, like, blending in Ezio That was really bullshit. hard, by the way. Like... <laughs> Well, it's interesting, I mean, because you're in a very tough situation, and your deception, like, is not one that will last, you know, it's like the, this will last for five minutes, but that's all I need. (laughs) A nine, or it's a six. Yeah, it's a six with a dot. Six. Yes. Okay. Uh, And then plus whatever your stealth is, which I don't think is. Yeah. One. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You move through, it seems like Arter's eyes are following you as you start to head down oh come on <laughs> uh you seem to have lost orf who after a minute like of, or after a couple seconds of standing there not following the lights he does kind of like turn his head like huh maybe it is true <laughs> uh, <laughs> but archer is going to follow you down as you move down the steps as I'm, like, heading out, am I able to cast another spell, like, on myself? So you're out of first level ones, and I think you just have, what, Dancing Lights and Firebolt? Oh, right. um, so. oh man. Okay. Yeah, the crew uh... follows the lights. You head down, and Arthur is definitely on to you still. 
I could run to my room, lock the door, and just be like, hey, what's poppin'? Like, so right. your room is just like a partition. Sure. So you'd need to run to like the captain's quarters or his oh, room. Oh, no. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just like a blanket and a hammock. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not protected. <laughs> Make a ranged spell attack against the target. Uh, I'm thinking like, what could I do while my other spell is like distracting those guys? Because I'm guessing it's still going, right? Uh, yeah. Or did it already like disappear? Uh, I would say it's still going. I mean, you can really use it. Let's see. It's concentration lasts for a minute. I'd say it's still going for a little bit longer, uh, but it will disappear, you know, within like 20 seconds probably. Okay, so I run down and... Oh, there's nowhere to hide. There's no. <laughs> okay, I gotta think about this. I gotta think about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he caught on. He's like following me, and I can't go to my room because like I have no protection there. I could go into the captain's quarters. Oh no, <laughs> dude, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like thinking, what could I do? Because I could, I could potentially hide behind something, attack him. But that won't that won't really do anything because like, you know, I'm still wide open and like, I should have just followed the rest of them and like. <laughs> yeah, but your stealth check, you know, was yeah, low, so you still would have followed. Yeah, would have been like they're over there with the eyes, like. <laughs> um. Okay. So what are my options down there? You uh could head to the mess uh hall area. You know, head to the captain's quarters. Head to Archer's quarters. Um, you know, you could try to hide and certainly get the drop on him. I think I'll probably go to the mess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you head that direction. Um, as you, you're just sprinting. (laughs) (laughs) The mess was like the, the area with the food and stuff, right? Like the, huh? The mess was the area with the food and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go down there and see if I could hide, and maybe he'll just, like, give up. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you walk in, and you see, you know, Bodil cleaning a few of the tables. What's the commotion up there? Oh, uh, you should have seen it. A cluster of orbs. It was amazing. Everything the captain was saying, the orbs, they were green. It was it was crazy. You missed it. But would you mind not telling anyone I'm here? Roll a persuasion check. Okay. Wow, that was really forward and really dumb, first of all. <laughs> I like the idea that, like, Gwendolyn is a super genius, but it's, like, the smart friend that when you put them in, like, a street stru- smart situation, they're like, oh, uh. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, like, Hermione's, and she, like, buckles. Exactly. <laughs> like, sure I rolled a 19. Wizard, yeah. 19. He's like, um, yeah, are you okay? Look, just hop behind the bar. I'm- oh, yeah, dude, I used to be a bartender, and you know how it is, right? You know how it is. I'm <laughs> just trying to, like, find some common ground as I'm yeah. hiding. <laughs> okay. So are you just going to pop down behind the bar? Yeah, and I say, if anyone asks where I am, please uh, tell them you haven't seen me. I've had a very rough day, and I don't want to deal with people. You know the hospitality yeah. business. You know, it's rough. <laughs> uh, what's your name again? I, you know, I, I'm new. I don't know everyone's name yet. I'm sorry. Oh, Edward. 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 
Yes. Sorry, I should have known that. No, that's Um, fine. You're you're doing good, by the way. You're doing great. You start to hear, you know, footsteps uh, (laughs) coming from the hallway behind. Roll a stealth check to see how well you've hidden. Please. (laughs) Every time I roll a stealth check, I have a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a nine or is it a six? (laughs) I think that's a six, isn't it? Yeah, oh, so the bar's me, pretty big. You get behind it and, you know, start leaning against uh, against it with all, all your weight. Um, okay. And you hear footsteps come in, and then you hear Archer's voice. Has anyone come in here? Bodol is just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no one. No one's come in here. No one. No. And Archer, you imagine, is giving him the very, like... Sure. Yeah, like I can't trust this guy. I'm under the table, like mouthing, like "Thank you." (laughs) Bodo kind of like looks down and gives like a wink. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Archer, you hear taking steps closer and closer. (laughs) You're sure no one's come in here at all? Bodo's like, no, I. Everyone just left, going above deck. Apparently, there's these amazing green orbs out there. <clears throat> Archer's like, how would you know that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw it through the window. <clears throat> and he points. Oh. And there's, like, a little circular window on the side. <laughs> that like Perfect for an orb. You know, Perfect. <laughs> you know, if theoretically, you could. <laughs> you keep hearing footsteps. Hmm. Then a moment later, you just hear a crack of what sounds to be a cane slamming across someone's face, and you feel Bodo land on the ground next to you. Oh, no. Hear a voice say, You don't want him dead, do you? Oh, no, I don't. Come out, Gwendolyn. Wherever you are. Oh, no. I'm going to kill this guy. Fuck him, honestly. (laughs) This guy's a dick. This guy's a dick. We'll see. What, what, what attacks do I have? I'm, like, trying to figure this out on the spot. Oh, what an asshole. I, like, come out. Like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> We're going through all this trouble. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just minding my own business. <laughs> what do you want? I don't have many options now, Gwendolyn. That idiot up there ruined our plan, and with you alive, puts me in great danger. You put yourself in more danger with all this stuff that just happened, but okay, alright, sure, okay. (laughs) Great. So I guess we're gonna fight each other, I don't know. (laughs) Your other option is to jump off the ship. I gotta get to Dude! I just, like, broke character for a second. I gotta get to court you, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. I could do that. Or you could just turn around and do that, rather than causing trouble for the poor captain. He kind of looks at you, like, very much trying to be like, what do I do with this fucking end of a Coen Brothers ass movie that situation I found myself in where everything's gone wrong? That's not an option. And it looks like he's about to, you know, point his 
cane at you and about to fucking patronus yeah. me with <laughs> uh i guess i have to attack i but i don't like to fight that's the thing like i don't want to fight here's here's my my moral dilemma let's mm-hmm. go into the brain right now <laughs> the moments yeah. before she doesn't like action. to fight yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> so stupid. You know when you're playing Fallout, like, mm-hmm. the battle yeah. sequence, <laughs> like, slows down? <laughs> but, like, she doesn't want to fight. She has an end goal. She just wants two things. She wants to learn more about magic so she can go home and kick mm-hmm. some ass, <laughs> basically. Avenge, like, her fallen comrades. She doesn't really have time for anything else that's going on. But she also feels bad for the captain and knows that what they're doing is wrong. So... Might as well get rid of this guy. And he's mm-hmm. an asshole. Guess I don't have the first level attacks anymore, do I? <laughs> you have Firebolt, though. That's true, I do. Okay, let's... Let's let's get rid of this okay. guy, because, like, he's annoying. So, it seems like both of you are about to make your attack at the same, you know, moment. Both of you casting your... Ah, expect of whatever the fuck, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, you're going to roll initiative. So we're pretty much rolling to see who shoots first. That's an 11. 11. So he actually gets to act first here. Oh, no. So you see energy kind of coming up at the end of his cane, and he points it at you. Does a 15 hit. (gasps) No! What if I die? (laughs) Is that your, that's your AC? Oh, God. Armor? Yeah. 15. Yeah, so it hits. 15 just hits. You get hit by the firebolt and take four points of fire damage. No. <laughs> you gotta still be up. I know you're level one, so you're pretty squishy. But... Yeah. Oh, wait, I have a I have a relentless endurance special, by the way. I don't know if that like helps me oh, at all. Oh, so but... that gets you back. Yeah, that's really oh good. God. If you hit zero, you'll get back up. But... So what's your HP total? Um, oh, seven. Jesus Christ. Okay. So took four damage. You're down to three. Okay. So now you are up as you take a shot to the shoulder and it burns and you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> so now it's my turn. I rolled D20. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. Raz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 16. 16. 16. Okay. 16 will hit. You, uh... You know, what are, What do you, do, are you using your hands mostly to cast spells? I guess I haven't asked. Uh, I have a, a wand with me, but okay. I don't know if that does anything, does it? Yeah, I think it's whatever you really want your, like, focus to be. Uh, yeah, just just the wand, just that's it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So do you want to be casting it out of that or just your Yeah, hands? we'll go the Harry Potter route and just, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, your red expecto patrum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so now roll a d10 for damage. Okay. I believe it's a six. Yeah. Uh, Six damage. Already pretty badly hurt. He kind of looks at you, sees that his spell didn't take you out, and a moment of panic (sighs) is just etched on his face as then your spell takes him in the chest and he flies three feet off the ground, drops his cane, and lands spread eagle on one of the tables. Oh my God. Seemingly unconscious. Did I kill him? (laughs) Uh... You were you aiming to kill or aiming to? I think just aiming to knock him out. 
That's kind of what I figured. Like, yeah. if you were aiming to kill, you probably would have hit him in the head, you know? <laughs> like, oh but this is the chest. It seems like if untreated, he will probably die, you know? Oh, Lord. As it's kind of, like, burning and bleeding. He kind of falls spread eagle uh, onto the table. You hear a very muffled voice kind of on the ground at your feet now because you would have oh, stood yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> of Bodo's like, oh, my nose is broken. <laughs> Are you okay, Bodo? He stands up, and you just see like his face is a fucking mess, oh just my blood God. down. You look. What is going on? Why? You... Oh, you look like a mess. Like I'm gonna be honest. Are you? <laughs> are you still disguised? No, I came out of the disguise okay, as you soon dropped as. It. Yeah. Oh, it was you all along. What? Yes. <laughs> he just seems very confused. I'm... Concussed and magic. You know, it's a bad combination. Yeah, he's just coming out of it. He's just. I am so sorry. That was just something I had to do to buy myself some time. Please forgive me. I don't. What can I do? Is is there anything I could do to like fix his nose with magic or? Uh, probably nothing with you have. Yeah. That you have. You could do like a medicine check. I'm so sorry about your nose. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll it'll be okay. I'm sure. Well, hey, thanks for helping me with that. Um... No problem. Because I'm sure the guy's still sprawled out on his table over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you start to hear, like, footsteps coming down from above. Oh, okay. So I look at him quickly, and I'm like, we have to warn the captain. That guy is trying to take over the ship with Orf. Fuck Orf. Orf? But Orf's such a nice, funny guy. He's only been nice. I know. It's hard to explain, but just look what happened. Your nose, man. Like <laughs> You start to see people coming in. Um, Orf is leading the way a few... Uh, a sailor's coming behind. He's like, see, I told you she's trying to kill and take the ship. She probably made the lights. And he kind of moves to the side as the captain steps forward, looks at you, looks at the table with the <laughs> unconscious man on it, looks at uh, his chef bleeding. Oh, no. profusely <laughs> from the face. The captain says... You have 30 seconds to tell me what's going on here. So I look over at my, uh, what, what's his name again? Bodle. Bodle. I'm sorry, Bodle. <laughs> I look over at Bodle and like, I don't know, I just, I kind of hope that he'll say the right thing. <laughs> but also I look back at the captain and I just blurt out, <laughs> God, I fucked up, man. I just, I blurt out, <laughs> they're trying to take over your ship. And I was only trying to protect you. He kind of looks at you. More, more details, and he snaps his fingers. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Um, well, Orf and the money bags on the table over there were conspiring against you to take your ship and do some importer-exporter bullshit. (laughs) And when I told them I didn't want any part of it, then they instead decided to attack me. And that's how we got here. And that's how this guy has a bloody nose. Because I was trying to hide. And then he attacked him. Please believe me. Podal says, she's telling the truth. He kind of looks at you. Doesn't seem fully convinced. But also doesn't seem like this person's full of shit. You know? I kind of add, please, I'm just trying to learn magic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, he kind of looks over to Orf. It's like, Orf, 
Is that any of what she said true? Captain. 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 No. You know I wouldn't do that. I don't know this guy. I've never met Archer before in my life. The captain looks. How do you know his name then? I had the list. You know, I memorize it. Captain's like, he turns to uh, his first mate. Put him in the brig. <sighs> Orf's like, Captain, come on. Come now. That's yeah, what you come get, on. You know, you just motherfucking that. piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> just like... Luckily yeah. for you, in a situation <laughs> like this, with Orf being the fucking one trying to continue <laughs> the deception, and the fact that you got him drunk beforehand, uh, <laughs> doesn't even matter how persuasive you are. Yeah. I just wanted, I, I <laughs> he needs to be. I think I've got the deceptive. high ground on here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> They kind of drag Orf away as he's like, Cat, Captain! <laughs> um, and yeah, the captain looks at you. Were the lights you? Yes. I heard the stories you told about finding your wife. And when they went to chase me, I had to come up with some kind of distraction. So I figured the best way to get everyone away was to use the story. And for that, I'm sorry. He kind of looks at you. Not... Not really with an understanding look or a forgiving look, but also not with anger or anything like that. Just just acknowledging <laughs> your words, and he nods. I don't want to hear anything more from you this trip. Yes, Captain. Keep it a quiet one. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and he turns and walks out, and everyone just kind of like, as he, you know, turns away, he's like, someone clean that up. <laughs> And a few of the sailors, you know, pick up the man that you, uh, money bags over there, Archer. Uh, <laughs> move him away. And as, as they take him away, I just kind of scoff and I'm like, money bags. <laughs> While I'm still wearing my armor, by the way. Just, yeah. <laughs> just make that clear. <laughs> uh, Bodil's like, well, you want me to make you something? I look at him and I'm... I just kind of sigh, but more of like a sigh of relief. I'm just like, yeah, Bodil, I'd like that. I'd really like that. Bodil starts cooking something up, soup again, as it was what you requested before. Yeah. Eventually the food comes warm and this weird day eventually passes behind you as you continue to sail along on the Golden Gale. With an odd crew, but a little less odd now that Orf <laughs> is in the brig. Fuck that guy. And eventually, you find yourself in the city of Endin, in the country of Cortia. And that is where we're going to end this session. Yay! I didn't die! <laughs> you survived! <laughs> oh, gosh. So that went way different than uh, how I thought it would. Um... <laughs> Like, <laughs> your play to get Orf very drunk and the yeah. fact that, like, you rolled so well on all of those things, like, persuasion, I was, I was fucking nervous. I was so, I was like, please, nothing lower than, like, 
a five, please. Yeah, it just like all worked out so well yeah. in like the perfect way to uh, disrupt the, the plans yeah. I had. <laughs> well, and you were so suspicious right away. Like, you know, I figured what was gonna happen is, you know, time would pass and they would do one thing in secret, like, oh, there's a emerald, a green emerald on board, yeah. you know, and the yeah. captain would find it. And it'd be like these slow clues that you'd like, be like, huh, this is weird. This is not adding up. Someone's fucking with the captain. But like very quickly, you're like, get him drunk, convince him to like let me in on his plan, and then be like, no, bro, I'm not doing yeah. the plan. <laughs> so you just ended up very, it, very like, interesting. In like a clusterfuck that. It went like in part with the character though, because even though mm -hmm. she's like kind of a loner, then she's looking for an army to take back home. So it was kind of like, well, yeah. maybe I can ask these guys, but she's super moral. <laughs> yeah. So then it was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was definitely, you know, while planning, I was like, knowing your backstory. Yeah. Would she, I was like, would she do this thing to get a lot of gold to help raise her army? Or would her morals get in the way? Yeah. And I especially like that as she's such a low level character right now, early on the journey, like probably still pretty like, the world's okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but she, she came, she like left her town with like trust fund kind of money. So like she mm -hmm. left with a lot. But eventually it just kind of dwindled down to like nothing. <laughs> well, definitely a lot of fun. Definitely way different. And I think I love, I love when sessions get into those moments where it's like, I need a quick deception to buy myself a couple minutes in game, you know? Yeah. And just like rolling well enough to get through that to a point where like you don't get thrown overboard. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like in the beginning, because like one, like I haven't played this in, a, in like a long while. Like mm -hmm. I feel like a little nervous because it started off kind of like, well, okay, got to use your imagination. Like I hope, I hope that I, I have enough to like offer. And then I think as we got into it, it was like, oh, okay. This is like, this is becoming something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it also worked well because, like, you know, had you not taken out Arter yeah. uh, near the end, like, he would have done a much better job trying to convince the captain that you're, like, trying to fuck shit up. You know, yeah. like, he had the ability to talk through situations, but you rolled really well early on when the first distractions happened. So, yeah, yeah. I, things turned out all right, surprisingly. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. my god, uh, that's great! I, I hope and also, you enjoyed it. I did. It was a lot of fun, especially like towards like the middle. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. all right, I don't want to fuck this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, for anyone who has listened this far, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, you know, uh, th I think that's it. You got any sign-offs to say? Uh, <laughs> um. Well, I. I don't know, because we kind of said it earlier before, like, I, I do little YouTube videos, uh, mm -hmm, slight mm -hmm. video essays, uh, more like retro rewinds about some of your favorite classic video games like Donkey Kong Country and yeah. <laughs> other things like that. So, I mean, that's all I got on my end, but this is a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing this. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Everyone listening, have a great day and or night, and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.